0: In today's episode, Nancy and Aileen talk about having awareness of attachment, change, intuition, how we are spiritual beings in the world, paying attention mostly to what brings us joy and happiness, and how that can positively affect and change the world around us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. A podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go.
0: Good morning. Hello. What's
1: happening? (laughs) Oh, well.
0: I have that song in my head still.
1: Oh, okay, so we're doing a podcast, so
0: yeah. y- you can't listen to music
1: in your head now.
0: I know, I know. It's going to be talking. hard. Go ahead. We're
1: talking. So shall, <laughs> we'll set the intention and That'd then... be great. And then like, wow, we're really efficient today. Okay, she's going to be dancing <laughs> <Okay. today.
0: laughs> Well, because there's music that tied into you, so...
1: Okay, we can talk about the song after yeah. if you want. It. Yes. Okay. All right. Setting the attention. <sighs> All right. We ask to be channels of love and light and to have a blast today <laughs> for our good and the good of all because mm. that's how you make change in mm-hmm. joy and laughter and fun and love. And so it is. So it is.
0: Blessed be. Off we
1: go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where to start? Do you want to start with song since you were like <laughs> grooving? We came in here and she was. She was just jamming so then i'm like okay well i'm gonna jam and so we were dancing so she mm-hmm. had she had rihanna's umbrella song on
0: yeah when it went uh, came on the radio today i was just you know dancing and then it made me think about you just because there's some lines about we'll be friends and the sense of come under oh, my nice. umbrella and nice meaning you know what i was taking from yeah. it is even if the rain is falling, even if it's dark, it's like that's what I love it. that's what friends are for. Oh, I so love
1: it. So I was thinking that. about you, and, and then
0: I came in, and then I was, you know, had it and on, and then we were dancing, and then you shared. Yeah, I took. Your I stories. guess I, if
1: you were thinking of me, I guess I took it literal because I was in that torrential rain yesterday. I was, I was heading out of the supermarket, and I saw this like 85 year old man crawling with his carriage mm-hmm. with the walker in the carriage, and I had, I said, can I share my umbrella with you? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, but where are you parked? I said, doesn't matter. Let's take a walk. And so I just. Shared my umbrella, mm-hmm. uh, it felt nice. He was pleasant and sweet, and mm. so I maybe thought I didn't know if you were tuning into that—that that I was sharing an umbrella. But I think
0: a bunch of it, multiple stuff. I, yeah, going the on. friendship. Yeah. Like I was thinking about girlfriends and how important female friends are to each other. That's true. And uh, yeah, and then you shared about sharing your umbrella, and also you broke into a little bit of dance. A little you bit had of dancing. made happen at your studio.
1: Oh, and that made a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. The dancing, boy, that. That really was quite the sacred space for girl bonding with the dancing. Mm -hmm. You're so free and expressive and creating. And you had said to me in one of my sessions with you, that's when you're doing your shaman energy. When you dance, that's your shaman energy. So I haven't danced at all this week because I, me, Mm -hmm. Miss Keto, am on a juice cleanse. (laughs) Oh, this week. <laughs> you were
0: feeling, it felt important to you.
1: It, there were so there? many things leading to it mm-hmm. for me. So, I'll dial back to when I closed the studio. And, and maybe explain lost.
0: what the studio was, because people might ah, not know about okay. your studio, so. Okay. So, it kind I, of allude to things. Yeah.
1: So, I had a group fitness studio in Bedford that sort of just unfolded uh, on its own. It basically unfolded because of dancing. I had loved this dance class and it wasn't being offered anywhere. It was a licensed program. So I was a fitness, been a fitness instructor since college, trainer and instructor. And these programs were licensed. So they were very expensive to run. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of gyms offered them Mm -hmm. so i went to the company i said well i love this i want to teach this and they said sorry it's licensed you need to be a business so then i went to town hall and i said can i have a dba (laughs) because i want to teach this and then they said oh well you need an address and i'm just like well you know i really don't want to like spend a ton of money on square footage rental areas so i went to the town i said well can i just teach it here in your rec program and It ended up, we needed to offer it so many times, and then we added to it with a weightlifting class that it became this whole independent section of the rec department. And then we outgrew that, and we moved into the karate studio. Mm -hmm. And then we Mm -hmm. outgrew that, and we moved into my studio, which was the space we shared with the church. Mm -hmm. That was a great space. It was a great space. So it just wasn't intentional. I had just retired from corporate, and so I'm like I'm retired. Next thing I know, I'm like running a small business. <laughs> so, but it was lovely. It was just lovely, and the dancing was the whole reason we started it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so after I closed the studio, I lost my mother shortly thereafter, mm-hmm. and nothing felt good. Not even dancing, especially not dancing, because my mom used to dance, she used to teach line dancing, so it was a special thing. So I gained weight. And then I went through all this cycle of, why aren't I losing it? And I think I mentioned in one of the episodes that fairly recently I found John Gabriel's meditation. Yes. It was a link that came in through the tapping link. Mm-hmm. And it was so gorgeous. And his energy coming through was so gorgeous. I said, I need to need to look into this. So I got on his site, And at the same time, prior to that, I was predominantly a keto gal because I've had success with that. And where I was working out so much, I was pounding the protein. But just lately, I've been feeling I need to consume plants. And then not long thereafter, I was listening to Pam Gregory's thing, and I loved her. So I subscribed to her. And she was doing an interview with David Farrell, I want to say. David, D-A-V-Y-D, Farrell. And he's a quantum plant healer. So his stuff was all about plants and the wonderful things plants do. So I was like, hmm. And then I said, you know what? I really want to get a DNA test to see what my body wants. Yes. They have lots of um, biome tests, yep. like Vi- the biome is one company, these biome tests. And, but then I was reading that that's just kind of a snapshot and it's only one section of the colon. So I'm like, you know what? Now they can do DNA testing to see what kind of food you're wired to have. And me, I'm a macro girl. I wanna know my protein, fat, carb ratio. Mm-hmm. And in keto, it's very skewed to the fat and the protein. You don't have a lot of, I wanna say money for carbs, a lot of calories for carbs, so I really wasn't doing a ton of veggies. Um, but I mean, I looked fit and trim, and uh, but it wasn't feeling good anymore. It just mm-hmm. wasn't feeling good. So I took this test and sure enough, I should be like, 60% carbs predominantly veggies um, so anyway um, I'm on uh, this is all, I'm all over the place but it all sort of congealed and I ended up on John Gabriel's site and he had this section on detoxing and it was a juice cleanse so Jimmy and I had been talking about oh after summer oh we need to cleanse because we ate everything Bob Q's, <laughs> sangria was our thing and um, so Jimmy and I started it on Monday.
0: Oh, you did. Oh, so week. I'm day
1: five. Okay, I'm day five into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel good. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel good. You know, I had a medical thing, procedure, that I had midweek, so that kind of threw me a little bit because, mm-hmm. um, like, the anesthesia made me sick. But, um, but I th- when you're consuming, it's the most remarkable thing to
0: juice, yeah, you're juicing right at home, you have a I juicer. Juice, Yeah, you yeah, know, you, I there
1: too. are some where you can buy your juices. And I went and looked at, whole, so my friend bought a kit, like Revolution, I think she Oh, had, right, right, in, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nicole did Revolution, and mm-hmm. so they gave her this case of juice, it was 200 bucks. And she drank juices, but she didn't like their juices. She said they were sweet, and she wasn't crazy about them. And I liked this guy, that you could make your own. And I went into Whole Foods, right? And I'm at Whole Foods looking at the juice. It was um, cold pressed brand. Mm -hmm. It was cucumber. No, it wasn't even. It was celery, lemon, and ginger. Was in the juice. Eight bucks. Do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Eight bucks. Celery, lemon, and ginger. Mm -hmm. So take the Vitamixer and then run it through a nut bag. And there's my juice because I don't have a juicer. So it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been prepping. We prepped all day Sunday. So we have. Five different juices in the day. In the morning, we have tea with MCT oil to get some yep. fat. We warm, you know, nice and warm and frothy. And in the evening, we have a veggie broth that we made. So I basically threw every veggie I had in the crock pot with water. And then at the end of the day, you have this g- gorgeous broth and you strain it through. So that's how we're doing it. And I feel really good. I don't know if it's in my head, but I feel like tingly, when you're just taking in greens. And um, the plant medicine guy is big on dandelion greens, so I've been juicing a lot of dandelion greens. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I've lost several pounds. Mm -hmm. But the neat thing going in was that wasn't my intent. And um, we were talking about body image and wanting to be a certain way. And I feel like I'm kind of making peace with, I'm not a studio owner, I'm not going to teach 14 classes a week anymore, but I'm okay. But I want to feel good, so. Mm-hmm. I, it's, so it's still a little bit of a battle to get over the body image stuff. We, um, and then I got my hair uh, colored yesterday, and it's so much darker than I thought it would be. So, I mean, I'm not quite over oh. the body image stuff, so I tied it up in a bun because I'm like, I don't know if I like it. Because it seems so dark. It's such you. a big change for you, It's like dark. And Gabby's going, I change my hair color all the time, don't you, Gabby? Gabby, <laughs> Gabby's always changing it up. Yeah. So, um yeah, so I guess I'm still not, when you brought up image stuff, I guess mm-hmm. I'm getting better with it, but I'm still not over it where where the hair t- color that I didn't like bothered me.
0: Right, right. So, Yeah. What are you thinking? I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, thinking so much. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I, I thought of when you said, uh, talked about when you and I were talking about... Um, you saying about dance and me saying that was your shaman work, that was your ministry, your shaman work, that was your thing. I think I remember that came to me when you and I were talking because you were excited and just in this beautiful, loving, supportive place about uh, one of the people that came to your studio that was dancing. She came in, didn't she show you a belt? I feel like there was a story about she showed yeah. you her belt. Yeah, yeah. You well, she bought that? a belt. It's, it was such a beautiful it story. It was so
1: beautiful, so... Yeah, she came up to me one day and she, she said, I just have to thank you. And I'm like, for what? She said, I bought a belt. And then she broke down in tears. And I'm like, I'm sure it's not that bad. <laughs> it's probably a nice belt. <laughs> she said, no, you don't understand. I've never been able to wear a belt.
0: Yes, yes. I and love she that said, story. and
1: yeah, and we just we just hugged each other and cried. And I was like, yay, I'm mm-hmm. glad you're enjoying it. But again, as same thing with the healer modality. All you all you so i held the space where you could come unjudged and move with joy but you came mm-hmm. you came so props to you that yeah that was a fun that was lovely i have a lot of those wonderful things with the studio it was beautiful we had lots of healings and lots of beautiful cows and i still have so many people come up to me and say can you can you open it again as I closed it over COVID because the restrictions made me not be able to run it the way I wanted to run right. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's time to, for me, right. there's something more. I don't know, there's something different. Not more, but different. There's, there's, all, there's, there's t- it's time for change. Mm-hmm. So I still do all the classes myself in my basement <laughs> now. I just, af- you know, it took me a year to get uh, over my grief with my mother. But yes. honestly, about the year mark, I finally felt the desire to move again. Mm-hmm. And I love the, these are the Les Mills classes, which I just adore. They're fun, the music, the choreography. But to me, workout has to be fun. Mm-hmm. I can't just go to a gym and sit at machines. First, I don't fit in the machines. and But if I'm with a group of people, of course, I'm not now, but I can with the Zoom capabilities somewhat. And I'm, it's great music and inspiring instructors and choreography that's fantastic, then I'm in. So, I am doing the classes by myself in my basement, but I don't think it's I don't think I'm in that place where I was before. It's, It's different, it's time for different things.
0: So there's a, this piece around this time for different things, so there's the shaman beautiful piece where again, that story, when you shared that story with me about her saying like, I I can buy a belt now, just that was so profound when you shared it with me. I could feel it, of course, empathically, but also just how much joy you had. I mean, it was for you watching you. It was this egoless, had nothing to do with you. It was this piece of. I think for many of us, just knowing that we're showing up, making choices that resonate for us and it ends up being so positive for other people, yes, right? And that's what it is. We're kind of minding our own business. You knew you wanted to do this. You felt like you wanted to do this dance for you. You really liked it. And then how you created this community of women who became friends, who supported each other, who Cried. and yeah. he... changed careers? So yeah. Many
1: of them became instructors, which mm-hmm. changed lives. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. They did. But that's an excellent point you make because I do feel that is where we need to be now, where the energy is going in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so many entrepreneurs. Are, I got to get this out. There's a need right. for this. In I was listening to uh, Ken Honda on the way in, who was on Michael Sandler, and he's the happy money guy, and that money has an energy, and you want to be happy, and money comes, but it lines up with where we are now, not even with respect to money, but in. That's how you make change. That's hopefully what we're doing, just yeah. having fun talking together, yes. and that radiates out. Mm-hmm. And that's what you said, one time you watched my energy when I was dancing and you drew it and you were just, it was just like a, like a nuclear
0: bomb <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. the energy. That's the, yeah. you know, matter follows energy, yeah. like attracts like, all that with energy. Yeah then the piece around change uh the awareness of not being uh of of allowing ourselves to change because this piece around you know keto worked for you and also potentially we don't know but it, it could have been part of a survival uh strategy we have these survival strategies and we'd like to move through those into thriving right and um your story of your body and weight throughout your life and whatever that was and it's for you uh, we all know it's not a big secret that uh, there's a lot of um, body shaming that goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. and so you know, in a way, many people, women and men, you know, I think sometimes we, we forget, we exclude that men also have a lot of body image as well.
1: It's funny, I do not even think that, I didn't even consider that. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't even think that was,
0: I yeah, can't, when you do. said that, I'm just like, what, really? They do. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, and I learned that, this was interesting, I learned that uh, doing a youth conference once, this was probably in the mid-90s. And uh, it was a youth conference for a weekend, and there was this really cool process that the youth were doing at night. It was like a youth worship kind of idea. And so the girls, these are high school students, the girls were all lying on the ground in a circle, um, kind of like, sort of in a circle. And the guys were over there, were all in the same room, and the lights were all turned down, dark. And prior to that moment, um, they each got to write questions. So the girls all got to write questions they wanted to ask the guys, yeah. and the guys all wrote questions they wanted to ask the girls yeah. anonymously. And so I was the adult, and there was another adult advisor yes. there, and we had, like, little flashlights. <laughs> and uh, so we would read. I would read the girls' questions to the guys, and the other youth advisor, who's a male, would read that. And it was so incredible. And one of them was a girl, uh, her question to the to the... The boys had to do with their wanting, you know, kind of her being angry that they were it do- that, men and boys do body shaming, and um, you know why do they want women that look like this and this and this and this? And one of the young men um, who was very uh, confident in a lot of ways, and in his high school he was, you know, really popular and just a very strong leader, he spoke up and responded and. He said, I want to be really clear, that's not true for me. And I don't think that's true for a lot of people. And he talked about how he had had this girlfriend who maybe technically, she felt that she was overweight and he thought she was beautiful. And one of the problems with them being together is that she was so self-conscious about herself and um, and it wasn't him. You know, it wasn't him. It was a little bit of a challenge. And then one of the other young men who answered said, I'm a a tall, skinny guy, and I think that women want, you know, girls want men with six-packs. I don't have that. And so I'm listening. All these guys are talking about their body image issues, these high school, you know, boys. And it was so... Uh, incredible and and painful and positive at the same time and uh, you know I just wanted to like marketing oh you know stuff like that come on cut it out everybody look what we're doing we're destroying each other over these false false images yeah Uh, so yeah men boys men they they do they have it just as bad we just don't speak about it as as much and we don't have it you know there isn't so much money to make off of them like you can with women in cosmetics and creams But men also you know it's it's they get into it as well it's all about i'm not i'm not good enough i have to present in a certain way so your you know your keto uh in part may, I don't know, may or may not had to do with some survival, because what is it like to be in a world that's going to shame you or you perceive isn't going to value you if you don't have a particular body type? So there's that. If I
1: own a fitness studio, I sort of have to look the part, right, to some extent.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like to look the part. And so to hear you too say, well, I was feeling, I was feeling the this cleanse. I was feeling, you know, the the plants, the yeah. medicine of the plants. I'm watching you talk about it. And it's really great because you're moving into, uh, plants are vitality. Yeah. Plants are alive. Life force. Life force. Are, yeah. So it's like, oh, look at you yeah. moving from this story to this other story yes. and sharing it openly. Yeah. And that's right. part of that's part of life, yeah. not being too attached right. to something because right. attachment is a vibration. Right,
1: You know, somebody said to me, oh, are you gonna now be a vegetarian? I said, you know what, I honestly don't know. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with what my body craves at the time. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, I, I like the Ayurvedic principles of eating the food of the season. So maybe in the winter I'm back to the fats and the nuts and the proteins and then when the spring vegetables come, Vegetables come in bitter herb, herbs or salads and then in the summer, the fruits. So mm-hmm. I kind of think I may now Ooh. adopt this sort of Ayurvedic approach before I was just almost exclusively keto
0: mm-hmm.
1: or minimal carbs. I wouldn't say I didn't go crazy with the keto. I didn't test the strips. I didn't go crazy with the fat, right. but I did very little carbs. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's just a, it's awareness that as you were also saying this is the time to go inward. And one of the stories, and I, I may have shared it in one of our podcasts, I had such awareness of um, the stress that people go under, you know, go through picking foods. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of my practice, I went to see a woman who had just been diagnosed with lupus. She was an older woman. I went to her house because she was just, you know, just in a really tough shape. And when I walked in, I was a little surprised. She was desperate, just like teary-eyed, desperate, where she said, can you just tell me, am I supposed to cook my spinach or eat it raw? And I sat and held the space to let her continue with that. And she said, you know, one of the people she had spoken with, whether it was her doctor or dietitian, someone told her, no, with lupus, only have raw spinach, only have raw. And the other person said, only cooked, only cooked. Uh-huh. And I'm it watching this woman. Yes. And I thought, oh, boy. Yeah. Part of my practice, part of what I do, really needs to be to support people to know who they are, yeah. because we're so externally, ooh, you know, disempowered, yeah. um, out of fear that we won't be we won't survive, right? Because we're all about like this person is going to pay my bills or you know whatever. How we get, and we can talk another time about reward and punishment and conditioning because yeah. that's I think that's an yeah, important topic.
1: We've turned off our intuition. A lot. Absolutely. Based on these external experts, which, (laughs) according to Abraham Hicks, it's the power of the influencer. So whichever Mm -hmm. expert you're feeling, then it's going to work for you. And it may last or it may not last, but more, like you said, going in and internal. Now more than ever, I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. There's lots going on out there, and the astrologists say October and November will be unlike any we've ever seen, not only in this lifetime, but any lifetimes. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? And the, their answer is, go in, go in. Uh, Pam, had a, Gregory had a beautiful expression. She's fall into your heart. So when it's first off, turn off the TV, turn off the media stuff, turn off the news. Mm -hmm. And then when you're feeling this storm, because there's a storm, you can be the eye of the storm in your stillness, fall into your heart. And that's sort of your cocoon Mm -hmm. from all the stuff that's happening and sounds like going to
0: happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And a reminder, some tools and strategies for those kind of things is yes. uh, If people have a meditative practice. Again, it may or may not work some days. The other thing is to remember if we've had a time where we felt settled. It could just be one day. It could be one moment. It could, be, it could have been a great birthday party you had when you were six. It doesn't matter when yeah. it was. It was like, I felt very settled. I felt very confident. I felt very much at peace and in myself in that moment. Whatever that moment was, conjure that up because it's a vibration. That's-
1: yeah. Hold just, it, hold
0: yeah. it, hold it. Just this week, I did a
1: meditation that was gorgeous. It was a love meditation. Mm-hmm. And the, they started by saying, think of the most tender, loving mm. moment in your life. And Gabby, I thought of right when you were born and they handed you to oh. me and the love and feel that yes. love. And they said, now feel that love in you, in your core and let it just explode out. And what it ex- let it extend to the people in your family and the people who are around you. Now let it extend to strangers on the street. Now let it extend to the country, the continent, the world. Now let it extend to the solar system and to the galaxy and to the universe and multiple universes. It all started with summoning, exactly as you said that technique, mm-hmm. summoning a moment where you have felt. You said serene. This guy. This was a love meditation. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Yes, recall that and, and and then drop that into your heart mm-hmm. and sit there. And you'd be amazed at the changes that makes. I mean, I think we're so, we have to take action and the world is falling apart and I've, I've got to become a prepper <laughs> and and you know, not to diss that. But it's more important to be aligned. And then if you feel like, yeah, I'm going to buy a few dry canned goods or something. Well, okay, mm-hmm. well then good. But fall into your heart the minute it seems like you're about to get triggered.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for people who, there are some people who come from a lot of trauma, yeah. so they don't have that. So the other tool, the, the strategy that people can use, if they didn't have, and they can't recall or pull anything that up, I say to people, a television show, a character mm-hmm. in a movie, a scene from a book, take that. It doesn't matter if it if came yours, from doesn't your have own to personal be life, it doesn't have to be yours. It's, you know, when we watch, uh, last night I was watching this show, Resident Alien, Vince I, I okay, talked Vic about keeps that show. telling I mean, me I have, I mean, have, to, I have watch to watch that. It. Kind of I'm going
1: to watch and it. And
0: in that was a scene of two women and their friendship and just watching this beautiful moment when they're friends. And I was like all cheery-eyed like, oh, yeah beautiful friendship, you know? So even if it was somebody who didn't have, um, intimate female friendships like that, watching the show, Conjures that up, yes. And so, what we want to do is switch it from maybe longing for that or feeling sad that we don't have it, to get into the middle. It doesn't matter if it's a television show. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's a book. It doesn't matter if it's you know real characters or not. I mean, this whole thing is an illusion, so it doesn't matter, That's true. right? That's true. So, um, any way to touch that vibration, and choose to like bring it in and have it be ours. Mm. Mm it's fine that's doesn't yeah, doesn't matter how we magic. get to it right that's everyone can h- hold a vibration um, because all the vibrations are available it's just different ways in which we can um, tap it you know grab it and it's touch a
1: choice it. actually Gab and I were speaking this week just about stuff going on and yeah stuff happens to everybody, but you get to choose how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if you can't, in action, stop whatever is happening around you, you get to choose your response, and therefore, as within, so without, believe it or not, it is actually gonna kind of morph the circumstances mm-hmm. around you when you choose that calm, centered, wise
0: spirit, and everything else will unfold. Mm-hmm. We can't always get to it. So we want to be nice to each other, right? Yeah. Uh, So it's reaction versus action. And we'd love to have action choice. And then there's the reaction because of our conditioning. There's reaction because, again, our conditioning in which we were raised in a certain way by our parents, by our community, by our churches, by our schools, whatever it might be, by the media we watched. And there's a belief that if we don't uh, fit in, yeah. if we don't, you know, bond with the story, we're going to be left out. And if we're left out, that triggers, are we gonna be fed? Are we gonna be clothed? Are we gonna be safe? Mm-hmm. So I would just add in that If we feel the reaction.
1: Which is normal.
0: To be loving and kind, and then perhaps have an opportunity to say, oh, this is feeling. Like as much as we can feel in our bodies, that's telling us what we're thinking, right? Because we think something first, then our body has its feelings and it's our visceral. So if we're having a reaction, is perhaps to think, oh, this is triggering my sense of safety. This is triggering that Mm. I think Mm. that, my survival is in jeopardy. Yes, And I know that I'm safe. I'm looking around, like I'm in the middle of a whatever, a grocery store, and I'm talking to my friends, or I'm doing this, it's like, oh, I know I'm technically, but I'm triggered into fight or flight, yeah. which means there's a lot of fear going on for me. Yeah. I wonder what I'm afraid of. I wonder what I think is going wrong, you know, or could go wrong, and so to your, um, point of some things you talked about in the past, tools like, strategies like tapping. Yes. You know, different yep. ways to get in touch with um, some of those deep things that lovingly, for our own survival, right. we've been holding on to. And so right. we can say, when we get when we react, we can say, I'm reacting, it's okay, I love myself enough yep. to want to survive Right. So I'm jumping right. through this fear, you know, yes. ring of fire because I think I have to do survive. Right. And that
1: awareness, does, what Eckhart says, that awareness is like 95% of it. Exactly. Aware that you're being triggered. Just that awareness. And then you can apply those
0: techniques or you watch it storm through you. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. okay. And that's okay. Right, triggers can be. You and I have talking about how both of us, our backs are out like a little yeah. bit, right? Those are yeah. triggers, things that are kind of body obvious. Um, there's other uh, triggers that we can get, right? Emotionally, we can get grumpy, we can get frustrated, we can get
1: um, hormonal, <laughs>
0: hormonal, moody. Our our body usually will start telling us, yeah, that we have lots of imbalance signs of stress. Yes. And so immediately it's like, oh, how do we, what can we do to take ourselves out of stress? What can we do to um, do self-care, clean ourselves up yes. to help you know, yes. get us back into balance?
1: And I think fear is really high these days, mm-hmm. really high. And it's hard not to get sucked up into it. Um, I think that alertness is needed now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay when you get triggered, but be aware it's in the air. I mean, it's almost palatable, the fear that we have in lately. Mm-hmm. So being aware and applying the tools and not, not beating yourself up. I, I used to do that, like, oh, I lost my
0: temper. I'm
1: supposed to be so Zen and I lost my <laughs> temper. What yeah. the heck? And so don't do that either.
0: Right. <laughs> Um, I have this story I feel like I want to I share. It has to do with attachment. It has to do with being in flow. Um, so when I first, uh, throughout my life, I went in and out of being a vegetarian because I love animals. Like, I just love them. And once I figured it out, I was like, ooh, that's what that is. Like, I was <laughs> like, ah, this doesn't make sense. So when I got older, I became a vegetarian. And then I, for me, I learned a little bit more. I was like, oh, I don't want to participate in any of that. So I'll be a vegan. And I was a strict vegan for myself. I didn't. Everyone else could do whatever they wanted, but I was strict for myself. And a couple of things happened. Uh, I was very like, tch, 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 tch. and one time I was at my nephew's birthday party. He was turning five, and um, my sister they're handing out cake and da da da. And she said, "Eileen, do you want a piece of cake?" And I said, "No," because I knew there were eggs in it. And I was like, "No, no." And my nephew looked at me, <laughs> so like, like he couldn't believe it, yeah. and I. Went, Okay, I'll have a little piece of cake, but no ice cream. And -hmm. that was the first time I had started to make a shift. And I was like, oh, okay. so I kind of want to do the least amount of harm uh, while I'm on the planet. So I don't want to participate in animals being hurt or injured or live miserable lives. That's sort of what it's about for me uh, in a lot of ways. Plus, I viscerally, shockingly, um, the day I really became a strong vegetarian, and you'll appreciate this as an Italian, it was Easter. And I was making um leg of lamb yeah. with rosemary and garlic. Uh-huh. And I had it in the oven. My mom was over. Like it was like the, you know, the whole thing. And I went to open up, I opened up the oven to like just smell how great it smelled, because it always smelled so good. And I gagged. Aww. I was talking about all the changes. I was like this, uh-huh. <laughs> that was it. I never ate meat, chicken, or fish again. I was like, Ugh. And I couldn't. I couldn't eat it. I was done. And it wasn't yeah. anything I expected. It was just this. It happened to me. I was like, yeah. "This is not. I can't do this." Yeah. So then I was like, "Boop." And then with my nephew, I'm like, "Oh, a little piece of cake." And then the attachment vibe. I totally learned that lesson. I was driving along the highway by myself, and intuition came to me. You know, however we hear, it, I get this little, you know, little chit chat going on, and the chit chat says. I want you to pull into McDonald's. And so I'm like, you? I was like, no, <laughs> not doing it, not doing it. And then I had to say, Aileen, you know that this chit chat that you hear usually like always is 100% like good. Yeah. It's right on. So you're now going to tell this chit chat, this spiritual wisdom you're hearing, like not doing it. You know, mm. again, sometimes I don't even know why I keep mm. hearing stuff because I'm always like, no, I argue with them all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, OK, it's true. I would follow this if it was like, oh, go have a watermelon, you know, or like something <laughs> else. Like, go bless some children in a park. I'd be like, yeah. But they're like, pulling the McDonald's. I'm like, nah, you're, you know, full of whatever. Right. So I pull in the McDonald's and I go to the drive-thru. And I was like, oh, what is this about? Mm-hmm. So only one other person, actually two people now know this story, but now I'll tell everybody. Uh-huh. So I, I pull up to the order thing and I hear, order a fish sandwich. And okay. I was a vegan. Like, I was like, no, I... I go, okay. So I go up and I'm like totally freaked out, totally freaked out. And when I was a kid, I used to love the fish sandwiches. I never got, I didn't really get the burgers. So the fish sandwich, I get it. And I'm driving away and I've got this like wrapper, you know, it's all wrapped up and I'm like, and they're like, okay, now take a bite. I was like, no, 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 no. So I unwrap and I'm like, this is horrible. So, But I feel like I'm supposed to do this, right? So I take a bite. And I'm like chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing. And so then after I finished this one bite, then I it was so beautiful. So the message was like, okay. This was so hard for you because you have such a strong attachment vibration yes. to being a vegan. Being attached is a problem. To That's not to
1: anything. Even the most healthy...
0: Yes, it's the vibration of attachment. And so when you were talking about your keto to switch it, that's when the story came up. So it's the vibration of attachment. And I had to let go of attachment. And then the other thing they said was, have you ever chewed your food? Have you ever chewed a mouthful so long and so like aware as you just did? I was like, never. And they're like, okay, that's another thing. Maybe you should Chew your food and be aware of what you're chewing and be really present when you eat food. Because, you know, usually it's like gulp, 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 yeah. gulp, gulp, gulp. And yeah. so when I was eating this, I was like, ooh. Yeah. But, you know, like, I did not want to swallow it, but I had this awareness of what was in my mouth. Yeah. And prior to that, I didn't have an awareness of what was in my mouth.
1: So they taught you, know? you a couple of cool little lessons Really there. good lessons. McDonald's really taught lessons. you a couple of
0: cool lessons. And I was like, ah, yeah. no, like, don't. That's the other thing yeah. that sometimes it's not always what we think it is when we're getting an intuitive hit but to trust if we've had enough intuitive hits that we know what it feels like in our body to be a true intuitive hit yes then yeah then we we follow it and it's not going to steer us wrong it, i learned right. a lot from that moment
1: yes. and don't get attached to the outcome all right so we're going to wrap it up so do you want to give us
0: some tips and tricks yes. and lessons to get us through I the would week love to okay. have an awareness of attachment, see what it feels like in our bodies. And typically it will be our shoulders might be up. We might feel tension. Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> We might feel tension <laughs> that we want it to be a certain way. And uh, if we can just relax and allow it to flow through. The other thing is to accept change, to be willing to learn more about ourselves and to receive intuition and inspiration from Anywhere, can be anywhere from from the man who you put the umbrella over huh. to driving into the drive up at McDonald's. <laughs> we just don't know where.
1: Oh, I hope I get that intuition to go to McDonald's. <laughs>
0: I would kill for a
1: cheeseburger right now, five days of juice. Come on spirit, send me to McDonald's. <laughs> and on that note, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.